Did you know that E3 stands for Electronic Entertainment Expo, which consists of three letter E's? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos, and opinions, make sure you visit the XboxHub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy. And open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello and welcome to the Xbox Hub Official Podcast episode 127. My name's Gareth Brody. I'm going to be your host. And on my virtual left is Mr. James Burks. How are you doing, James? Oh, yeah. All right, thank you. Good, good, good. How are you? I'm very good. It's been a long time. Because we've been away. Yeah, I've been too long. I've been working and I was sick, so it's been, you know. So, sorry. I've been waiting. You have? I'm a bit rude. <laughs> Since May, mid-May. Uh, um, and on my virtual right is Mr. Paul Renshaw. How you doing, Paul? I am doing fine now that today is finally over. <laughs> it's It's been an interesting day today. So, uh, yes, I'm glad it's over. I'm sat at home on the settee talking to you, lovely gentleman. Oh, did you ever get, have you had a good week, Paul? Um. I'm not sure that good would be the word that I would use to describe it. Um, let me let me set the scene for you. Um, this weekend, we're having a family get together in Scotland. Um, it's my mother's, I believe it's her 70th birthday. I'm not sure because as long as I can remember, she's been 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's that birthday and it's my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. So we're all having a big party in Scotland. Wow. Um, now, the slight fly in the ointment is that one of the girls that I was working with in the office yesterday has tested positive for COVID. So mm. I'm kind of hoping that I don't test positive for COVID before I set off in the morning. Um, so, cause obviously I can't go and see my 70 year old mother and my 78 year old father with COVID cause you know, that would be bad. Um, and then just as I was trying to leave work today, um, our fancy dancy um, electronic building access system decided to crash, so nobody could get out of the building. It was uh, great. So I've I've come up the M1 at some miles an hour in order to get here to talk to you. Oh, we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, sure. it, it. It's been it's been a day. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. Anyway, James, has your week been better than this? Um, well, it depends what you. Count is better. I mean, it's been quite Netflix focused mm. for the past like month, two months. Um, I've been watching reruns of The Office because you know I can't get enough of that. Um, and then I watched the third volume of Love, Death, and Robots. And mm. um, I think m- most of it was great, to be honest. Have you two seen it? The third volume. Uh, I've never even heard of it. <gasps> Oh, wow. Maybe explain, James, what it's about. For it, Paul. It's like an anthology of, would you say, sci-fi mm. type stories? And they're all self-contained. And it's animation. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And do they, do they involve love, death, and robots? Well, they do, surprisingly. Ah, um, it's it's almost one, like it's a descriptive name. 
and they were quite short between like 10 minutes to maybe at the most 20 minutes. Um, there's one that I love quite a lot, which was called Night of the Mini Moving Dead. And it's basically watching a zombie outbreak from a bird's eye view. And the whole outbreak and like world domination is condensed to like 10 minutes. And it's really fun to watch it. And it's a little bit silly, but I think it's one of my favourites. Yeah, it's really but good. A lot of them are, are well worth watching. Yeah. It's a really good volume, actually. I, I love the last one of this series, which was the kind of like... It was bizarre. Yeah, it's really bizarrely done. It's really creative. It's amazing, that one. But yeah, it's and really... Simon. Yeah. But the dance moves yeah, yeah. and stuff, yeah, it's great. It's really good. They're great. Visually, it was stunning. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it wasn't any motion capture. I read about it after no motion capture. Which is really? Like, yeah. Which is unbelievable. I think I'd like to see more of. There's one with a group of soldiers that have to hunt down mm. um, some kind of threat. It's a beast. Um, and it's so funny. If they made a miniseries out of that, I would absolutely watch it. <laughs> um, but just quickly, while on Netflix, mm. Paul would be glad to know that all of us are dead. He's definitely getting a second season. Excellent. announced this week. Um, yeah, that was good. Yeah, I'm well, I'll have a look forward to that. I must finish watching the first series. Have you haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished it yet. Ever oh, since no, we spoke no. about it last time, I've I've not <laughs> I've not had chance. Neil it's keeps so giving me all these games to review. It's terrible. I have to sit at home and play video games. It's like a real full time job. That's awful. <laughs> dreadful, mate. <laughs> I just honestly, it's it's a struggle sometimes. <laughs> Uh, now, this week, I've been out twice midweek, would you believe? No way. Yeah, for the Xbox Hub. And on Tuesday, um, we got an invite, thanks to uh, Frontier Developments, um, to go and see the new Jurassic World movie, Dominion. Um, so Ooh. we went on Tuesday night to Leicester Square, into the cinema, for a press screening of the film, the first time it was shown in the UK. And now it's out. I think it's out. Will be out today. You know, you listen to the podcast. Um, and if you haven't watched the first two Jurassic World movies, that's not going to spoil anything really major. But basically, the dinosaurs are let loose by the end of the second dinosaurs. one. Dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs are let loose into the world, so they're just free roaming. So that's where it picks picks itself up. The dinosaurs are now are into the into the cities, and then they're kind of like in the world they're not contained to a park anymore and um and the, the notion of the story is they're in the world and there's these terrible locusts prehistoric locusts that are destroying the food supply but suspiciously um it's only eating a certain amount of food supply not especially um generated kind of stuff so someone someone something evil is at foot and these villains, they come back. Chris Pratt, who's in the first two uh, Jurassic World movies, and I've forgotten her name. Um, redhead. What's her name? Uh, On Howard's daughter. Bryce. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Bryce. Bryce Howard. Yeah, that's it. Something Howard. Yeah. yeah. She's, um, they're now living in a cabin um, with, their, with their daughter, who's also a clone. 
And um, Blue, do you remember Blue, the um, the Velociraptor? He's there, she's there, and her daughter gets pinched by these baddies, and they go off to find them both. And then the old crew from the first Jurassic Park, and Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, they appear at the same time. So what you got is two hours and 20 minutes of madness. There's a lot of different stories going on. Um, there's a lot of great little set pieces. You, it's great seeing the dinosaurs in the world. <laughs> like it, there's a whole section in Malta, which is quite funny. And um, so they're just roaming around the world on top of I don't know skyscrapers and stuff, and he's going around. And then the, the first half of the movie kind of deals with that, and the second half of the movie puts all these major characters from both franchises together, basically in another kind of Jurassic Parky type environment. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's really good fun. It was good fun on the big screen. Some great set pieces. It's stupid as hell. Jeff Goldblum's funny, again, when he appears. Um, it's corny. It's some kind of dodgy moments, but I think they, they referenced that as well. It's got really split on the reviews. Some people have enjoyed the, the fun take of it. Other people have given it like one star and said this has got to end. And I think this is probably the end of both those franchises. They probably start again with something else. But yeah, it's fun. It's a fun movie to go and see at the cinema. I really enjoyed it. Um, I can imagine watching it at home. But um, yeah, Jurassic World Dominion. So thank you to Frontier Developments for letting us go and see it. Um, any questions, how, you two? How many stars did you give it? I, you know, if it was out of five, maybe I'd give it a three and a half. Because I had a lot well, of fun. Decent then. Well, <laughs> God, what if it was out of ten? Oh my word, seven point five. Yeah, I'll go 7. for seven point five. Seven, seven, seven out of ten. Was it seven point five out of six? <laughs> yeah. yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. There you go. I have one question. Yeah. What's your favorite dinosaur? Oh, there were so many. That was another thing. It just seemed to be millions of dinosaurs. It felt like a film that was being made by the fans. It was like mm. let's just put everything together. You know. All the dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some very cute ones in here as well. At one point, it feels like you're in a Star Wars movie. It's rich, right? Anyway, I'm not going to spoil anything. But yeah, um, all of them. The T-Rex, Excellent. maybe. I don't know. It sounds, like a, it sounds like a health and safety nightmare. I mean, can you imagine just driving around the corner in your car and crashing into a triceratops? I mean, what are you going to put on the insurance for? This is my simple. <laughs> when they were in the cities and everywhere else, people were just still going out doing this normal day-to-day. I thought, I wouldn't go out of the house. <laughs> I'm just going to the shops. Yeah. Mind the T-Rex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Madness. Mm, um, crazy. Good, so that's a week. Now we're going to just talk about some games. I'm going to talk about another event too. I won't talk, yeah, I'll wait because it just be too much of me. But we, um, I'll talk about There's that no in a second. There's no such thing as too much of you. Too much. Um, but we're going to talk about the state of play um, that happened maybe a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, and last week, it, I think. Last week, and it's the PlayStation State of Play. But the reason, there's good reason to talk about it here is because really there was no first party stuff it was mostly third party stuff so that's coming to both consoles um let's just talk through a couple of the ones um the big kind of reveal was what we knew was coming the resi evil 4 remake that's coming in march 2023 to playstation mm-hmm. who's who's a resi evil fan here i know james isn't paul are you a resi evil fan i can't remember i am yeah, oh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've played i played four back in the day and really enjoyed it so yes absolutely i'm quite excited about this 
Yeah. Um, I'm glad to see that they haven't made Leon walk any more uh, realistically than they did in the, the old PlayStation 2 version. But <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it just, I'm, I'm quite excited about this. This was the first one where they went sort of action-y, wasn't it? Yeah. They got rid of the old fixed uh, camera views and everything else. So, yeah, it's, it's like a turning point. But I must admit, the question that sprung to my mind is when are we going to get a uh, Code Veronica? Well, this is what they're all the fans are all shouting for, and they want to go. Mm. I mean, it's working for them. These, I mean, Resident Evil Two remote was really good. I really enjoyed that, and I can, I can really remember the second game. You know, I played it back in the day. It was such a departure. There was lots of things that were different. I think the Resident Evil Three remake was. It got a bit more criticism. It's quite short, wasn't it? Apparently, and I think Richard reviewed it for us. Maybe, maybe you did, Paul. Did you? Uh, no, it wasn't me. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, this one is the game that everyone loves Resident Evil Four. Um, so, yeah, everyone. Well, not you. Don't like it, James. Well, mo- most I people. Played it. James. Yeah. Most oh, have you played it? <laughs> it's the first one that I played. Wow. Yeah. What did you think of it? Well, safety in numbers. I played it with a friend. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I think I played the first three hours four times. It kept corrupting the save file on the memory card. I enjoyed the first three hours of the game. It's good. It's very, very scary. <laughs> Running around that village trying to ring the bell. That was them with the them with the days. Yeah. It was like stuck in a nightmarish loop. Yeah. I was thinking I'll wake up soon and I'll have to do this again. I still did it. <laughs> it's mad. I wrote this in a review recently about games you just carry on playing even though it's broken. I had the original mm. Bioshock, the disc I had made the game go at half speed and I still played it all the way through. <laughs> Man, madness. Um yeah, it's yeah, that's a, it's I mean I'm gonna put, I'm gonna get it. I, I really like the you know the way they've done these remakes. I really like Resident Evil yeah. Village and just the way it looks so yeah that's it's it's good. Coming in well, March. They see they seem more than just a remaster, don't mm, they? Definitely. There's more to them. They're definitely a reimagining, shall we yeah. say. Yeah. It just makes it fresher. Um Street Fighter Six. That's also coming to the Xbox Ooh, as yeah. well. Paul and James, I think both of you really like these, don't you? I do. I'm a big fan of a fighting game, and I was I was saddened to see that Five didn't come to the Xbox. So seeing that Six is coming has made me a little happier. Although um, I'm a bit, I'm not fully on board with some of the graphical choices because uh, Ryu now looks like he's been. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what he's been doing, but whatever The Rock does, it looks like Ryu's been doing it because he is enormous, and Ken looks like somebody's homeless granddad. So, yeah, I'm not completely sold on the new character designs, but the fighting action looks like it's going to be as bonkers as ever. Right. Okay. Yeah, it does. I mean, does it, is it the same kind of visual design as as number five or number four? That kind of cartoony. Uh, yeah, it's always been kind of cartoony, hasn't it? Would you say, James? It's more sort of yeah, a, an, an anime style. Friendly, yeah, yeah it's, it's, gone, it's gone a bit, a bit youth, hasn't it? So, mm. the first thing I noticed was a bit. But I, I did, yeah, the other thing I thought was it seems to have some kind of open world component, doesn't it? From what you saw I in the that. in the gameplay, yeah, it was wandering yeah. around looking for fights. So that's that's a bit of a departure. Yeah. I did see that. So, I wonder what it was, first of all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they do it really well. Don't they? I, mean, I think I read somewhere that you could pull, now you can pull faces when you're playing online, different kind of expressions. 
of anger or <laughs> oh, wow. disgust. I think. What's on you now? Just, yeah. just like in real life or in the game or what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm, I don't think I've ever played. I'm not very good at those games. Even though I became, I won the quarterfinals and the for the Xbox Hub as a panda <laughs> in some other game. What was that? Tekken, I think. Um, that was Tekken. Yeah. yeah. Did nobody else uh, turn up? No, it didn't. The guy was mortified <laughs> when I lost. Absolutely mortified. Um, yeah. No, it's good. It's good. And I think a lot of people are very happy. And when's that coming out? Is it coming out? Twenty twenty three. The busiest year of games in its life. I think. Yeah. It's yeah. the the world's busiest year ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it was next year, wasn't it? Right. Um, another one that I've written it down, and I don't think this is right. What's it called again? The cholesterol protocol? No, it's definitely it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. What is it, you two? Tell me what it is. Well, from what I know, no, I, I seem to be talking too much. Go, James. You you tell us all about it, mate. I can tell you its name. Go on, James. It's the cholesterol <laughs> protocol. Great. And it looks like a bit of a dead spacey, horror, gruesome shooter. So it's right like up your alley then, is it? Yeah, I mean, I literally winced when that guy <laughs> walked past the body and the eye moved. And the eye just followed him. I thought, Jesus, turn this off. I should look away. <laughs> that is the creepiest trailer I've seen in a while. It's not for it you, is look, it, James? It did look good. It is yeah. It is by the one of the Dead Space yeah, team, Yeah, I was going to say, oh, I think it's by one of the Dead Space peeps. One of the original people who did the original game, um, and it just—it it looks brilliant. It, it looks look gory and yeah, all, all the things that I really like to help me wind down when I can't get out of work. And the good news is, Paul, it's coming this year. Cross fingers, maybe. It's, that that is good news, guys. Yeah. It's got a release date of December or something. Is it December the thirty first? No, what is it? Date? December the second. December the thirty first. Yeah. At- 11.50. Yeah. Um, which is great, as so many stuff has got delayed. But yeah, big AAA game coming then, which is going to be really exciting. So yeah, it's going to be quite a little horror, because we're going to have Scorn probably is going to come. We might find out about that in a couple of days. Um, yep. But yeah, it's going to be... And then the, I think the Dead Space remake is coming out in January 2023. So yeah. So James will have all of the games to avoid. Yeah, just have to hide on the I mean, sofa for three months. <laughs> I don't know why they're putting all this money into horror games. Why can't they just do some more Max 3 games? That's, yeah, no. that's, that's what the world is crying out for. How about yeah, a horror-themed Max 3 game? No, no, we're talking. It's a money maker. Yeah. That's it. Nobody on who listens to this is to steal that idea. All right, we're going to uh, patent that one. <laughs> um, I think the three people will be all right. We'll, we'll get away with it. I'm going to move on to the next, the big other reveal, which is the Final Fantasy 16 um, game, which is coming in the summer of 2023. Now, I don't know if this is this PlayStation and Xbox as well. Maybe it's PlayStation only. No, I think it's both. Both, okay, yeah. I can find out. It, it, it better be both. Um, what do we think about this? I mean, Richard's um, our big Final yeah. Fantasy fan. I mean, I played the Final Fantasy uh, 7 remake. You did I really, the I, remake, I, I yeah. enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. Um, it didn't look as good as I thought it would do. I don't know why. It didn't, did it? Well, it, it is quite early, to be fair. And yeah. it's more like it's more like 15, isn't it? In that you're, it's more of an action take, I think. From what I saw, it looked like it was more kind of action-orientated rather than 
you know, the old school ones where you choose actions and perform them. Yeah, but I just but think I kind of, kind of, it looked quite good. It didn't look as kind of graphically as interesting as it did first of all. I well, it looked a bit greyish, green. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe I'll be. I'm all, a, I've got, all I've got to say to you is Bahamut, because Bahamut is in it as one of the summons. Therefore, it's a day one buy, because Bahamut is the greatest. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, I thought you swear. Next. I thought you swear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh no, Paul. Oh, no. that's it. Uh, I, I resign. That's it. Done. End the call. Done. Um, <laughs> I'm well, going to write for the PlayStation Hub.com. Yeah. Well, we're going to wait to the summer next year for that, so you can get a PlayStation by then, Paul. Um, yeah, you'll be yeah, the only one left. I might have to play Gran Turismo Seven. Oh, so. Enjoying that. <laughs> um, Stray is um, the cat game that's coming. We've got a date for that for PlayStation. It's coming in July the seventeenth, I think, or around that time. Um, that looks good. I, re- I thought, did like the look of that. Yeah, it does look mm-hmm. really good. I don't know if that's going to stay as PlayStation or move to Xbox. We don't know with that. Um, and then the last one was Season, um, which is about this kind of person's journey. Sort of end of the world is going around. Seems to be taking photographs of things to kind of document them for the end of the world. It looks, yeah, yeah. It looks like my kind of game. I looked at that and thought. I thought I looked at that and thought Gareth's all over this one. Yeah. So, but I I looked at it and went, "This looks really, really dull." (laughs) Just some walking and some photographing. It's it's not for me. That's my kind (laughs) of game. Oh oh, yeah. See. Yeah. Again, you know. Uber console, go and record some noises. Yeah. It does not, look not nice. So it looks a good world. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Not my cup of tea. And the last one, there was some VR stuff for the VR, um, <coughs> the second VR thing, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, the last thing. Can I mention yeah. something with the VR? Sorry, yeah, before we move onwards. You know, the Horizon one that they showed. Hmm. Why does the protagonist have no arms? It looks like it was being played mm-hmm. with from the point of view of Rayman. I don't know how VR really works that much, but I think it's something to do with it. I think it's all VR games are like that when they're moving around. You just see the hands in front of you. See, got... I don't look at VR very much because I'm not convinced it's going to catch on, but I thought that looked weird. I think, uh, what's the big one that came out? Half-Life Alex, which is the the big kind of game that everyone's hoping that's coming to come to the second yeah. Um, that has a similar thing. You'll see a pair of hands in front of you with guns and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I think it's a VR thing. But yeah, I mean, is it too hard to draw arms? No, but I think it's to do with that where you're looking and stuff. I don't know, Paul. I think we get Richard. Into... I was I was relying on you to know, you know this stuff. Yeah. Richard will come and chat to us. He's a VR man. Um, okay. But it's it was interesting. I mean, there's only that one game that was new. The other three were sort of like remakes of stuff, like another No Man's Sky and. You know, and the walking dead, yeah. yeah, it's like they need to. I, I suppose they do much more of an announcement when they hopefully get it. It was weird though. It you saw Resident Evil Village mm. with a terrible looking walking dead zombie game, yeah. It, it did, look great. That. yeah, yeah, it didn't look great. It's not going to make me want to buy one, no. Um, I'm just going to mention one last thing for the PlayStation because actually, that's just we're about to tonight watch the because we're going to come back on Monday next week and do the the games showcases that have been announced, one tonight and one on Sunday, of course, the big Xbox one. Um, but one leak that's just come out just in time for the one tonight is The Last of Us um, remake, which I, 
I didn't know it was a, was a thing until about a month ago, is coming September the 2nd um, to Great. PlayStation. Um, but we don't talk, I'm not going to talk about these two because I hate it, but if people love yeah, it, love it, it really rubbish. they're going to get really not rubbish. Um, <laughs> and PC, it's coming to PC later on. Is it? Yeah. Right, so is, is there going to be no more sort of PlayStation exclusives now? Is it everything going to be on PC as well? Oh, yeah, no, I think it's something. Yeah, must be. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good strategy to be fair because yeah. you know it, it doubles your your player base, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. So and, and especially, I mean, I mean, it's interesting with PlayStation. For May, they were the third in the UK. They were the third um, best-selling console. Mm-hmm. Rather than they were always first because they haven't got enough of them, they can't get them out still. Mm. So they are in a kind of they are in a bit of a quandary time, I think. I mean, they're selling hugely. They're just in the, it's in the UK and Europe, and they've got problems, haven't they? Um, I'm going to move us on because we've got a lot to get through. Modern Warfare Two. I don't know why I'm talking about. Paul hates Modern Warfare. So does James. <laughs> uh, Modern Warfare Two trailer uh, got announced. We knew that was coming. I'm going to see pretty much more of it over these um, showcases. Mm-hmm. It's back with the gang again. Um, it was a very flashy trailer. We didn't really see anything gameplay-wise, did we? Or maybe I missed that. No, it all seemed to be cutscenes, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things in the, in the dark. Yeah, so James, what are your, what's your opinion of it, first of all? I, I thought for, uh, in recent times, Modern Warfare, well, even cars in general, the trailers are quite flashy and fancy. This is really boring to me. Mm. A bit of shooting, a little bit of sneakiness, a terrorist. It's been done before. I just didn't enjoy the trailer one bit, really. Oh, that's interesting. I, I, I don't know what it was. It had nothing to draw me in. There's no sparkle. No pizzazz. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's what people look for in a card game. They want exactly. sparkle and pizzazz. <laughs> the nice rainbow uniforms and stuff. Brilliant. Oh, fabulous, darling. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Little dance routines. Uh, yes. uh, I think make a statement. Yeah. <laughs> now you get James on board. Um, yeah. Paul, is, is there any point asking you what you thought? Because <laughs> you don't um, like Well, <laughs> I don't necessarily not like COD for COD's sake, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember playing the original Modern Warfare 2 on the 360, and I quite enjoyed it um, because it had a proper campaign and everything. So that was good. Um, it looks okay. I mean, it looks very sort of, like James said, it's a bit generic shootery at the moment. Um, there weren't any of the missions that made it stand out from the original one. I think I read somewhere as well that they're going to cut out all of the content that might be a bit upsetting for people. So like the um, in the original one, wasn't there a, a mission in an airport? Am I thinking oh, of the right game? Yeah, you are. But this isn't, yeah. a, this isn't a remake of the Modern Warfare 2, is it? This is a... I don't know. It's no, the same it's people, isn't it? Yeah, but it's... Is it not, it's, it? it's a, no, it's, it's, uh, this is what I'm confused with. I thought it was... Because Modern Warfare came out again, didn't it? They, the problem is they've yeah. not—they've just literally started again. But this they've is re- they, uh, so. Hang on, they've used the name again, but it's nothing yeah. to do with the original. Modern no, Warfare. there's some characters come back, but it's like you know they are now they're older and stuff. So like, well, that that isn't explained in the trailer, and yeah. it's nonsense. So in the in Modern Warfare, <laughs> that came out. 
a couple of years ago. Um, that I think it follows on from that one. I thought I so is so that Modern Warfare was nothing. I didn't play it. Was it nothing to do with the original Modern? Yeah, you had characters that appeared again who were from the original ones, you know, but it wasn't like um, a reboot. It or wasn't a, reboot. a remake. It was, it was, it was, it was, you were, we were now, we were 10 years on, wherever it was. It was a reboot. No, it wasn't a reboot. It was like a different no. story. It was, it was just a different game they just with used the same the, name, just yeah, to confuse same, things. Yeah. It's like Resident Radiant. Evil 2 not being set in Raccoon City, maybe. Yeah, maybe. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. bonkers. Bonkers, Gareth, and it's yeah. absolute nonsense. If you can't think of a new name for a game, just call it, Generic military shooter. <laughs> yeah. like present warfare. Present yeah. warfare. Present warfare. Yeah. Present warfare, yeah. 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 Um, I always like, you know, for some reason I end up reviewing these games for us for some <laughs> mad reason. Um, and I, the campaign I always love. Campaign I always have a good time with. Even the one that got sold, I think, last year, the World War II one, it's great. Um, the campaign was brilliant. It was. And, and the modern warfare. The one that happened a couple of years ago again was a really good campaign. It was really interesting. It did look great. Um, it's yeah, I'd be interested. To say, I'm not interested in multiplayer anymore at all. So it's yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. It's coming out in October anyway. Now the big question is: Is it coming to? Will Xbox have? Will they have the? Will it come to Game Pass? This one. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. good question. And we maybe we'll find they that need out. To, don't they? Yeah, they do. I do. Um, good. I'm just going to talk to you quickly about. I went to another event yesterday, and I no went to way. The, yeah, I went to the press screening. Not a press screening. It was like a launch party <laughs> of the Quarry, which is Supermassive's game that's coming out on Friday. And the Quarry is um, more for the last few years. They've been doing their uh, anthology, um, which is like every. Every year they've had a kind of like, I think maybe they've done four or three. They've done um, Man of Medan with the first one and Little Hope. They've done these kind of like little contained stories, four to five hours of of um, what they do, which is like a, how do you describe what they do? I suppose it's like... Sort of horror games. Yeah, they? horror games. Almost. And you make your own choices. Um, but they've in the games before they did a one, they started with one called Until Dawn, which was the first one that got their prominence. And that had, like, it was about teenagers all sort of, like, going to a party and then they all get knocked off one by one. And this is almost like a... It's not a sequel to that, but it almost is, like, its, it's own game. It's another big game like that. So rather than 4 to 5, it's got a bit more of a chunk of gameplay, probably about 8, or eight to 10 hours. And um, full-price game. And we got to go to the launch party. It's a horror game as well. It's about a group of teenagers who are out and then terrible things starts to happen. So at the launch party last night, it was basically... Did terrible things happen? No. It was in, 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 in London on a kind of rooftop bar, trendy rooftop bar. I was the oldest, oh, I I was the oldest person there. I think I was so old, I think people were looking at me going, is he the accountant? From Supermassive. <laughs> Who's brought their dad? Yeah. It was a bit like that. Everyone was in their 20s because it was like trying to invite all the sort of like celebrities or people with that. Yeah, that's what it was. I don't think some people were, didn't know what a game was. This is some out for you. There were these two girls, and I was by this rooftop. These two girls come and stood next to me and they wanted their pictures taken. And this guy who was in love with them was going, I'll take your picture. 
and he was trying to take the picture and they were doing their poses, you know, like models getting thing. Yeah. And, and he went, I don't think I've done this right. And he showed the pictures to them and they went, oh yeah, we've got too much backlight. And then out of their bag, one of them pulled out a light. Oh, for God's sake. And it got the guy to hold the light while they took the pictures. So that was oh, a kind okay. of, yeah, it was very funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that was the kind of where I was last night. I felt very old. And, and why did, did you make like? any kind of comment when this was going on? No, I just watched and this smiled See, at this guy. This is why you get to go to these things and I don't, because I would have been stood there going, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Put that away. <laughs> um, but I, I did get to, they had four screens with the game on and they had two actors kind of walking around, pretending to be sort of like um, hillbillies who are going to murder you. And they were really good. They looked frightening. And they would sort of like just be by the bar and just watch you for ages. And then, <laughs> yeah, it was very fun, weird. But yeah, and then you had the game. So we had a little go, there's four monitors, and you could go and play bits of the game, which is which is great. I mean, they're always strange. It's, and it looks great, the game. It looks, you know, visually impressive. But it's very strange trying to play that in a sort of party atmosphere because it's mm. really, in, you know, it's an intense kind of like <laughs> you're watching the story. So it's a bit odd when hundreds of people behind you. So, yeah, I had a little go. But, yeah, that's coming out on Friday. So hopefully we'll get a review out quite soon. Um, it does look very good, though. Um, now, we've got a couple of other just bits of news before we go into games. Now, this is for James, really, as well. There's two little videos. Three. Yeah. You, James, I sent you a little trailer, didn't is it I? Is three? <laughs> it's, it's better than that. <laughs> It's Project M. Tell us about Project M. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a interactive movie game from a Korean developer studio called NCSoft. And they released an Unreal Engine 5 trailer showing like behind the scenes and the, the development stages of it. And it looks stunning. Um, and they've really captured the Settings like the Korean back streets and the the hospitals, it looks flat on. Um, and there were a lot of QTs in it, a lot of choice driven moments. A little bit, I think, like, um, what's that PlayStation game? It's like an interactive movie. Um, Quantic Dream. Heavy rain, those type, yeah, the quantum dream people, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was very similar to that, but it, it looks fantastic. Um, and it's about a man that seeks revenge for the death of his wife, I think, going up the trailer. Um, yeah, we, we don't know when that's coming out, or we don't even know its name, <laughs> Project M. Um, but they seem to do some good work with it, so keep an eye out on that one. You like the look yeah. of it, Paul? I thought, like James said, the graphics were stunning. When they were when he was chatting to his wife, the the mm. the the look of her face was just unbelievable. I mean, it was just like it was like a movie. Mm. Um but yeah, I mean it looks really good. And I like the the premise of it where, you know, if anything was to happen to you, would you want me to get revenge? And she says no. And then it appeared from looking at what he was doing when he was fighting that fella, mm-hmm. he was going to do him in. And then he could hear her saying and decided not to. And then, so yeah, I mean, it looks intriguing. I'd yeah. need to see more of the actual gameplay, but the graphics mm-hmm. look amazing and it's got a very interesting premise. Yeah. I mean, it's really, 
amazing to see this. We're seeing loads of kind of Unreal Engine 5 stuff starting to come through now. And we're seeing lots of what, you know, amateur developers have done with the, the what's it called, mm. the little demo they released. And, mm. you know, it is really amazing. When the, and I there's a YouTube clip I shared with YouTube, which is about the... Um, if you type in, if you go to YouTube and just type in uh, Japanese Station Unreal Engine 5, there's a little kind of two-minute clip of of a sort of Japanese station, like underground, like an overground station and going up the walls. It's just kind of visual. And that looks unreal, doesn't it? Yeah. I see what you did there. Was that, was that a pun? I know, very good, wasn't it? <laughs> but um, tish, you think it wasn't you. real, and you'd think it was real, and no one told you. He's like, well, that's a nice little station. Yeah. <laughs> the, the why, are we, why are we looking perfect. at footage of a Japanese station? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's going to yeah, it, yeah. be amazing, fun. isn't it, to see these kind of like, you know, hopefully we might see a game quite soon with, mm. with the Xbox stuff. But yeah, it's it's they're really astounding. Kind of like, you just want to kind of, you just want to just be in those environments just looking. Mm. Um. Two news stories that came out today. I'm going to cover these briefly. Um, the first one is the idea that um, Xbox are Game Pass, that you'll be able to play on your TV without having the console. Oh, yeah. What do you think about this? So the idea, I think it's a Samsung, is it? Samsung TV? It's a Samsung TV yeah. currently, yeah. And that's going to start in June, I'm, isn't it? I was wondering if, you know, if this takes off, then there could well be like a, a thing for you know like the fire sticks for giving amazon prime to ordinary tellies yeah yeah i was wondering if there'd be a, a a market for that kind of thing just to allow you to stream xbox games on your tv so but yeah i mean it it sounds interesting i just worry that is it going to push people away from buying a console I mean, is that their long-term so, goal? Is that that's what I'm into? Is it shooting themselves in the foot? I mean, is that what they want to do long-term? Is the idea that they just want to get rid of the console completely? Is well, it always aim? used to be that. I mean, this was going back to the old days, but it used to be that they never made money on hardware, mm. didn't they? They yeah. always made the money on the software. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case these days, but if it is, that would certainly, you know. Especially if there's going to be a, a monthly fee to use this service, yeah. Then you know it's it's like basically money for nothing, isn't it? So, have any of you had yeah, a go at doing any cloud gaming on your other console, on your mobile? Uh, um, I haven't tried it on my mobile. I do it on my laptop at lunchtime at work all the time, and it's all good. Um, Works great. It's it's brilliant. It's fantastic. I mean, we've got very good internet at work. Um, so, but I've never had any problems even playing things like Forza Horizon 5. It just streams and plays beautifully. Mm. James, so, what do you think? Do you think this is a good idea? Me, I wouldn't personally use it, but I can see why, especially in a family setting, having a TV with Xbox and Game Pass built into it would be very we say accessible for everyone. Mm. I think it'd be good in the family. And the fact that you can use, I think, Xbox controllers, uh, PS5 controller, you can use the adaptive controller mm -hmm. as well, mm -hmm. apparently. Um, I think it gives some other options for people. But I wouldn't use it. It's an alright idea, but long term, I don't know if it will be 
that proper. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other bit of kind of news that's come out, we might hear a bit more about this on the Xbox conference, is this idea. Um, I think it's called Project Moorcroft, and it's this idea that allows developers to release their demos straight into the Game Pass, onto the Xbox Game Pass. And they earn money by doing this. I don't know how that works, but yeah. So it becomes like a little show floor. I think the idea is that you'd just be able to just try some stuff. They might be able to just have a level of a game they want to just try out and people can give it a go. I I, I love the idea of this. That you... Because they can get an early look at what is possible. Yeah. And then decide whether to push it or not. As in from Microsoft's point of view, you can probably get a a better idea of who to back yeah. and who not to back yeah. in a proper deal. Um, it's very smart. I like it. I mean, it's really it's really interesting that Matrix demo it was the Matrix and it was mm. just a demo just to highlight Unreal Engine 5. But how many people played that? That's, yeah. you know, 10 minutes of that and then mucked around with that. So it is a, I, I like the idea. Also, I like the idea of people just going and trying stuff, experiment, you know, without having to worry okay. about, you know, this is an idea. Paul, do you like this idea? You can try um, out some I demo? can't. Yeah, I can't see any downside to it. Um, you know, having been able to put demos out on Game Pass, and then you, you you'll be able to sort of try before you buy. You know what mm. I mean? Because if you if you get a game and you don't like it, then you know you've got to go through all of the hassle of uninstalling it and everything else. Um, but yeah, I mean, just downloading a demo and trying it quickly. Um, yeah, I can't see that there would be any kind of downside to that, to be fair. I mean, getting paid for it as a developer is Yeah, is which great. is good, yeah. We'll have to look at how much they do. It's worth but Yeah, that's great. It's really good. Um, right, we're going to go into games we've been playing really briefly. We're going to just do one each, I think. Um, let's start with James. What have you been playing? Oh, only one game this week. Okay. <laughs> 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 A few weeks ago, I think, I played Ten and Lies, and I wasn't really impressed with it. And it's by Sam Barlow. Mm. Um, but this week, I got his first game, which is Her Story. Um, it's, in, it's on Game Pass for, for PC. Right. And it's an interactive game, very similar to Ten and Lies, where you need to search a database to find clips. Um, and the story follows a missing person, and all these clips are interviews with a woman who's somehow related to the case. Um, so you have to search certain words to get different interviews to come up. It's a little bit messy, because you watch a lot of clips out of sync. Um, and that's what I don't like about Eternal Lies. Because there's only one story, and one character, it's a little bit easier to follow. Right. Um, I'd say it's a good five hours worth of footage, and you keep searching and watching. And the story itself is quite interesting. Um, there's a couple of twists and turns, I'm witnessing coming. Um, but yeah, it, it's more about if you've got the effort to put in to do a bit of digging. As in, to search through the clips and find new ones, it's it's, it's good. It's a good game. Um, it's it's interesting because he's got his next 
big games coming out, I think it's on the Game Pass, isn't it, in the summer? Yeah, that was when it was yeah. scheduled for, and that has a similar premise, isn't it? You're, you're going through loads of clips, which I really like the idea of it. It's like an actress who's disappeared from the sort of 70s, and you're going through all our old movies and behind the scenes to try to work out what's happened. So it has a similar yeah, kind you're... of principle, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, when you watch one clip, you might say something or do something that makes you think of a different word, so you could type that in and that will come up with more clips. Mm. Um, it's all over the place. Because I saw, well, I saw a video that gave away a big point quite early on, but otherwise it, you can piece it together pretty well. Um, actually, it's a game pass. Why, why isn't it on the Xbox, I wonder? Maybe they just haven't... Because it sounds dreadful. <laughs> we, we, we are playing this as a dare. James, I'm with you. You know I'm I, with you. I was playing it because I had to find a game for this week. <laughs> <laughs> you thought, what can I do? I'll play the most boring-sounding game. Oh, my, my goodness. God. Yeah, it's interesting. It is better than I'm saying it. Well, okay. It has got loads of... Great, it got... Really good. It won a lot of awards, didn't it, when it first came out? Um, mm. Well, it's not Modern Warfare 2, is it? No. And it's what <laughs> it's, not, it's not your game we're going to talk about now, Paul. Which one are you going to talk about now? Well, I'm going to, to because you promised me an argument. So I'm going to talk about <laughs> Sniper Elite 5. Oh, my God. Which I thought was an absolutely fantastic game. Um, ruined by a shoehorned in PvP mode that made no sense. Um, but if you ignore that, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, it's got lots of shooting. It's got lots of Nazis' head exploding. Um, you get the chance, if you buy the DLC, to go and kill Hitler again. Um, what's not to love? What's new about this version, Paul? What's the new bits in it? The story, <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I mean, just for a change... There is a Nazi super weapon, and the only thing that can stop it is one man and a rifle. <laughs> Never mind all the Allied bombers and stuff. Yeah, it's just one bloke and he's gone. That's the only thing that can stop this super weapon. Um, but other than that, I mean, the big thing that was new is um, Axis Invasion mode. If you either choose to go and invade somebody else's world or leave your game open, other people can invade you. So while you're running around and trying to do the mission, you've got other real-life players coming into your game and attempting to kill you. Oh, like like an Elden Ring kind of like... Like an Elden yeah. Ring, but with more sniper rifles. Um, so, yeah, that is really... That's a really exciting bit when there's somebody there and you know that they're there, but you've, you, you've got to try and find them. So usually they're the ones that are spinning around in circles or jumping up and down, but easy to spot. But the other thing, the, the only thing that I didn't like about this mode, and I mentioned it in the review, was that the first time it happened to me, I thought, right, I'm going to be smart here. So I got myself into an enclosed area. I put mines on all of the approaches, and I just sat there and I waited for this guy to come to me. And the game told me that it had detected that I was camping and had revealed my location to the enemy sniper. Mm. Now, I was like, well, this surely this isn't camping. This is playing tactically. You've been a sniper, isn't it? Being a sniper, exactly. So I was sitting in one location waiting for my target, 
Um, and then, well, obviously, once he knew I was there, he threw a grenade in through the window and killed me. So, but yeah, it was, it's, it's an interesting new addition. Good. Good. So you've enjoyed Good. yourself with this. Yes. Uh, Jan- I really enjoyed myself. It was four and a half stars worth well spent, especially Jan- if you have Xbox Game Pass. There you go. James, what about you? What do you think of it? Have you had a go at it? You like it. I haven't even finished downloading it yet. <laughs> it was 70 gigabytes. Yes. Um, I would like to know, is the story on par or better than last one? Um, I think it's actually a little bit better because the characters that are in it, um, you care more about them. There's people that have come back from other games um, mm. and stuff, but yeah, it's it's... It's good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed the story and playing through and getting to the end and sorting out and saving the world again. Good. I'm glad to hear that because usually that is the weakest point of a sniper game. So, yeah. Good. I agree with your review, then, Paul. Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Paul. Thank you, Thank you James. Yeah. That's great. Well done, Brilliant. Hold on, Paul. Very good. Well, the, I, I'm very disappointed that the argument didn't materialise. Well, I just I didn't want to upset you. Really, it's just it was like <laughs> I, when I when I never stopped switch, you before. When I switched over now, I thought, is it 2007 again? Oh. And that was that would be my review. Um, so <laughs> let's let's go let's go on to the last game. Goodness me! Yeah, but this is the great thing about this with all of us. We've all got different opinions, and we all like different games. The whole thing about absolutely that's what makes the world great. Is Industria, which I played, is a game that I just—I think the review's just gone out today. It's um, Industria is a, is, a, is an indie game, but it it harks back to those games like Bioshock, a bit like Half Life Two. Those kind of linear first-person shooter games that we don't see as much of, maybe as before we had in the two thousands. And there's kind of a, an in-depth story about um, you play as Nora, who's nineteen eighty-nine in Berlin in the kind of East Berlin, the Russian control side, and there's a big science facility, of course, and her partner, who she's working with, disappears, and she goes and finds him, and then she ends up being transported to a, an imaginary city called Io, and this city is deserted, and there's been some kind of huge kind of war with machines, and some of these machines are kind of still alive, and then you're basically going around exploration, you go into combat with these um, machines, um, and you're trying to find your way through the city and trying to gain pieces of this narrative as you go along. I, I, as I said in the review, I kind of love the world. I love the story. I love the way your exploration for it and seeing what they've done with such a limited budget. It really feels like a, at times like a really big AAA game. The combat is all right. It's not that great. <laughs> and I think people are looking for kind of gameplay and that combat would just go, what the hell is this? Um... So the kind of weapons, the combat, some of them maybe the just the kind of like the mechanics of it aren't they're not bad, um, but they're just like mm, they're not as, they're not a triple A standard. So sort of like the outside of it looks like a triple A game, but the inner workings aren't. Um, but as I said in the review, as I said to you about Bioshock when I played it at half speed when it was broken, I don't mind that stuff. If I'm enthralled in the world and I just love what this journey is. I can go through glitches, and, and this game doesn't glitch at all, but I can go through the kind of the bad bits of it, so I really had a good time. Um, 
and I think it's out now. It was a kind of so it's been on PC. It came out maybe 2017. So it did a, did some had some nice reviews and stuff from there. So yeah, it's a, it's a if you're after a kind of like and you don't mind the kind of you know, after a kind of good story, a good setting, and a good exploration, first person linear kind of journey. It's it's good. I really enjoyed it. I really recommend it. Industria. There we go. Brilliant, you two. Sounds great. Um, now we, we're going to be back on Monday, aren't we? Because we're going to be doing the all the conferences. The one tonight, the Summer of Games Festival. What's it called tonight? The one. Summer Games Fest. That's Summer it. Summer Games Fest. So we have lots of big reviews. We're going to cover that, and also we're going to be covering the Xbox and Bethesda one on Sunday. So mm-hmm. we're going to it'll probably be a bit longer. And I think it's the three of us, isn't it? Again. Certainly is. Yeah. The three Musketeers. Yeah. Um, which is going to be great. Now, quick, very quickly, predictions. What one thing each? What What do you think we're going to see in the Xbox One, Paul? What's the big review? Uh, some games. Good, like it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd like. I can tell you what I'd like. Just to do see. one game you would love to see. Yeah, Red Hole. Yeah, we will pretty might see a bit of that. Yeah, good. Um, James, what about you? I want to see Rise Two. We won. Oh. I still hope one day we'll get there. Yeah. Um, if not, a Forza. Oh my God, really? It's still kind of Forza. Oh, Forza yeah. mode. Boy, eight. Yes, please. Oh, yeah. Dear. Me. See, Paul wants it. Let's you, do it. You won't play it. Um, good. I'm of Paul. I know. I know you are. Thanks, James. <laughs> you're, you're the best. Um, I, no I haven't got one. I think I want, actually, I want to see um, Hellblade 2. That's what I'm after. Mm. I want to see that being released in this year. Be nice. Um, now, what are we looking forward to in the next few days? Uh, James, what are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward uh, to yeah, it. Not, yeah, showcase. That's it, isn't it? This game fest. It's um, that's it. That's it. Paul, what are you looking? You're going to Scotland, hopefully. I'm going to. I'm going to Scotland, hopefully. Um, next week, I've got a three day first aid training course, so I can <laughs> learn how to save lives. Um, and then apart from that, I understand there's some kind of Xbox Bethesda event going on. I might have a look at that. Brilliant. Right, guys, <laughs> that's good. We'll do that. Um, if we need to find you, where will we find you, James? I'm on Twitter and Instagram at OKUKR. And Paul, where are you? I am also on the Twitter, and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Great. You can find me on GB Bright on Twitter. Twitch and Instagram. And for now, we'll see you very shortly in a few days' time. Enjoy the conferences. See you soon. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You have found all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com slash podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook. Thank you.